Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Larry Ball, former Miami Dolphin. I'm listening to the Fantasy Jester Show. I'm Arturo Freeman, former NFL player, defensive back, and I listen to the Fantasy Jester. This is Pat Sertan, and you're listening to the Fantasy Jester Show. Know your role and shut your mouth because the people's champ is ready to talk. Help. Somebody help. I had the sound way up in my earphones when Stone Cold bashed in the wall. And uh, I'm not deaf. I'll be doing the rest of this show because I can't hear a damn thing now. Ah, wonderful. Hello? It's ringing. Is there a doorbell? Oh, no, that's my ears. All right. Should be an interesting show tonight. Hello, everyone. Fantasy Jester Show, I am he, the Fantasy Jester, baseball, wrestling, and football, oh my, that's the show tonight, folks, coming to you live from D-Land, Florida, where it's currently partly cloudy, partly, not completely, not sunny, partly, 82 degrees, absolutely beautiful temperature, hope it's just as nice wherever you are tuning in from tonight. Welcome. We've got a good show tonight. Surprise, surprise, that I would actually say that. I remember once upon a time I told you it's gonna be garbage. I got I got nothing. I've got nothing for you folks tonight. Absolutely nothing. Uh Rio Olympics. You know, her former former coach uh played it so that they'd put pressure on Hope Solo. Solo Hope. Well, Hope Solo and Solo had no hope because she choked. And uh, Pia Sundage played it that way. You know, that was that was her strategy. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to take a look. We had a brand new writer hit, FantasyJesterSports.com this weekend. Today, if you go there, we have the first installment of who knows how many we're going to keep them around for. Uh, Tate Dello wrote on the American League and his pennant race and predictions. JT and I will be talking about that. Yes, I'll be bringing him in. <sighs> Only because they say I have to give you another voice to break it up. Otherwise, I just talk to you myself the whole hour and a half. I really don't care. Uh, I'm capable of doing it. And really, I, I just might tonight. Maybe I'll never bring JT in. Wouldn't that be funny as hell? He's just out sitting there and hold. <laughs> he'll bring me in soon. No, no, no. I know. Oh, he'll bring me in now. No, no. Psych. Not bringing you in. And there he goes. See, he leaves. 
That's what he'll do. He'll hang up. And that's all good. Let him hang up. Bye. Watch. He'll call back. I know him. Anyway, folks, besides all this, uh, you can see it's a foolish night going on. And uh, we have deflate gate. But, you know, as much as you hear about deflate gate, you don't hear about some real cheating that has gone on. And we're going to educate you as to who is Christopher Correa and uh, why he gets the cheater award. Maybe not as much as Brady. You'd be surprised. Then also NFL preseason, the latest. Uh, I don't know if anybody's heard one of the latest things. Uh, Carson Wentz, hairline fracture of the rib, going to miss the rest of the uh, preseason here. And I would like to personally be able to say I am very sorry to hear it, but I can't. He's an eagle. Oh, well. Only a hairline, huh? Better luck next week. Wrestling, we're going to talk a little WWE just real quick. I opened up a can of worms the other night, so we need to address that. A little bit about the local scene. What's going on at FXE, folks? We got some good stuff coming up. But first, we're going to go rant. Rant. Because I need to rant. I recently had somebody make commentary about my blue beard. Not just about the blue beard, okay? The blue beard, I really, you can comment on the blue beard all day long. I really don't care. Uh, my wife likes it. My second wife, Heidi Whitney, likes it. And after that, I really don't give a damn. Um, but questioned whether or not it's just a gimmick. How much fantasy do I really know? Um, and, you know, never really heard of you. How could you uh, be worth anything in fantasy sports if I've never heard of you? You know, once upon a time, nobody knew who the hell Michael Jordan was either. Now, let's not be ridiculous all because you haven't heard of me yet. That doesn't mean that, eh, you know, I'm just a schmuck on the radio here talking. No, folks, here's the, here's the God's honest truth. And this is anybody who wants to uh, call me out on this. I'll be more than glad to either A, show them the trophy case. Uh, B, I'll be more than glad to show them the record where it shows that Depending on which site it is, combined all together, it averages out to be 70% in the money. Top three usually is considered in the money. 70% of the time. Do you get money back in your league, 70% of the leagues that you join? Do you get mired down at the bottom? Are you a midway player? Or you're a guy that's consistently up there at the top. Now, unless you're that last guy, you need to listen. If you're a guy that's consistently at the top, make sure you definitely reach out to me because I want to play you and show you what it's like to play somebody at the top. Be more than glad to have you. I have a couple of openings in leagues if anybody wants to try and challenge me. You're more than welcome. They are money leagues. You know, so the other thing is, is people have questioned, how much have I played? One season, football, 
I had 114 teams in one season. 114 teams. I'm drafting three teams at a time, and I'm maintaining my 74% in football during that time. Anybody want the email, just let me know. I'll be more than glad to send you a copy. Be more than glad to show you the trophy case and whatever you like. So, you know what? I really don't give a damn who likes the blue beard and who doesn't. I like it. I have fun with it. And you know what? 95% of the people that I have met have given me a positive response to the blue beard. And I'm not talking about, you know, just regular fans uh, uh, that I'm meeting when, uh, when I go to appearances and stuff like that. I'm talking about, yeah, Heidi Watney. Uh, Hall of Famer, John Smoltz, loved it. You know, Gus Bradley uh, of the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, when I was up at Jaguars camp this past week, you know, I'm getting ready to go to Tampa next week, uh, in two weeks. This coming week, I'll be in Miami. You know what, folks? The blue beard's going to Miami. And you know what else about Miami? Here's a better one for you. The Jester will be VIP coverage. I've gotten VIP. I will be treated as a VIP, and why shouldn't I be? Let's be honest. For those of you who have been paying attention, I really deserve to be, and uh, I will be. Thank you, Miami Dolphins. Already one step up on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I didn't get VIP and on the field. All right, guys. Tampa, you're up next. Uh, VIP on the field is where uh, Miami's taking this. Just, uh, just putting that out there, guys. Just put. I want to fire the cannon. Can I fire the cannon when I go to Tampa? What? What? I don't care. How much does it cost for me to fire the cannon once? I just want one shot. Boom. That'd be fun. Jester blowing off the cannon. That would be. Now that's a story right there. If I could do that. But yes, folks. Um, VIP Miami. Uh, because I'm a schmoby and uh, don't know what I'm doing. Gotcha. All righty. Uh, I got to do it. <laughs> oh, I got to do it. I got to bring him in. You all know who I'm bringing in. I don't want to. But I'm going to. Folks, you can find him on Twitter, Fez437. That's Fez, F-E-Z, 437. You can ask him anything you'd like. Our edition of our walking encyclopedia, Jason Townsend. JT, how are you tonight, sir? Jester, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, You know, it's a good thing you brought me in before you inserted your foot so far down your throat that you would have choked. So, you know, it's a good thing I'm here to help. Uh, no, no, no. See, that was the thing is, uh, that's what everybody thinks is going on. See, everybody thinks this is just a hype. This is just a show. Oh, no, 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 you know? no, no, no. See, I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll vouch for you. I've played in leagues with you for several, several years in many different leagues. So there's no doubt, you know what you're doing. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and some people out there, 
some people out there just don't know. They're hating to hate. You know, there's those people out there, like Red Sox fans. They hate to hate. You know, so. But I'm looking forward to this show. You know, hey, I look forward to spending every Saturday night doing this show with, like I've told you before, the only guy I know with a BS in BS. Thank you. That, that, there you go. Exactly, folks. A BS and BS. That actually works. Yeah, I like that. I like that. It works for you. It really does. Do, do me a favor. plays, by the way. Give me anyone out there? Anyone out there? By the way, the beard plays. It does. Trust me. The beard is like the nose. Yep, the nose, the nose plays. plays. Now, um, go ahead. You know, do me a favor. Say that one again slowly. I like that. A BS. Say that. Give it to me. The man. You're the only BS. guy I know that has a BS in BS. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I could I could embrace that. I could I could put that on like a nice warm blanket. Yeah, that's me. That's me. You hey, can put it on your business know. card. Oh wow! The next set, uh, Vistaprint. The next set of Vista yeah. prints I get. Fantastic I place. One. Love those boys and girls. And who knows, you know, uh, boys that were girls and girls that were boys. You know how it is this day, you know, these days. But, um, uh, listen, you know, you were talking about haters. And just real quick, I want to get on this. It wasn't on the list, but I have to laugh, okay? Is, are the New York Yankees the biggest A-Rod haters I mean, is this, to me, I'm a Yankee fan, and I find this absolutely funny as hell that they didn't let him get his 700 homers there. Right. And I, I, I just think that's great, okay, that they didn't want him. Now, you're talking about a franchise who loves to, the, the grandiose, the better, okay? That's right. just the Steinbrenner right. way. Okay, and it was before Steinbrenner. I can't say that. You know, in the 50s, they owned the 50s and everything. So it was just, it's a team that's used to history. And you have somebody coming up on 700. 700. And you get, make sure he's out the door before that. Not only do you, you guys, Keyshawn Johnson, him, basically. (laughs) <laughs> you did You guys Keyshawn Johnson him. Hey look You go home For the next six games We don't want you here We're going to pay you Your salary But we don't want you here You know I mean You guys are 60 and 56 And you Keyshawn Johnson The man So You know Let us be realistic No the best is Okay this guy Spent 22 years In the league 22 years Long, hard years, okay? Now, first of all, there ain't a damn place that likes him. You go to his two former teams, they both hate him, okay? But here's the best. 22 years in the league, okay, you know what? We're already going to let him not do the 700 as a Yankee, and he'll be doing it as a Marlin. Is there any doubt? I mean, they need a first baseman. Mattingly's pissed at Bohr. Uh, because boys now, jerking now around be on this injury. Pardon me. Let, let's be realistic. You're not going to stick a 41 year old man out at first base um, that doesn't have the agility, 
doesn't have the movement. And on, let's be honest, unless he's getting back on something that he might have been on a few years ago, I don't think he's going to have the recovery to play in the field every day. And the Marlins wouldn't have traded one of their top first baseman prospects in Naylor if they weren't comfortable with Justin Bourne at first base. Uh, Bourne, Justin Bourne, yeah. he. Uh, the thing with him is, though, that he he's, Mattingly wants him back from this injury, and the kid's still saying he's hurt. So I I, I don't know uh, as a temporary kind of thing. Just to get his four home runs, he only needs four home runs. So you think they're going to do what they did with Ichiro then, so they can soak up the uh, what they did with Ichiro, soak up the three thousand hits in the MLB. Uh, you know, do that with A Rod while he gets uh, the publicity to get seven hundred. Is that what you're looking for? Uh, same year, we got we went down. The Miami Marlins went down in the record books for three thousand hits with one player and seven seven hundred homers with another. Uh, and it won't matter that uh, for the majority of that didn't come at the Miami Marlins, but it'll go down as they were with the Marlins when they did it. Well, any any publicity is good publicity these days. So sure, take what you can get. But and you know, yeah, right, one quick me, thought: twelve yeah. years. 12 years with the Yankees, A-Rod had. So, yeah. And as our new writer, Tate Dello, pointed out to me, he's still drawing salary from the Rangers. So A-Rod's not going to be hurting for money. Oh, no, I'm, I'm certainly not worried about Mr. Rodriguez eating dinner tonight. Um, <laughs> no, not at all. You know, getting over to the Olympics, there's, there's three stories really uh, in particular that – jump off the page at me. Uh, and, and the first one is uh, Hope Solo. You know, I mean, everybody knows back in 2014, you know, she was charged with two counts of domestic violence. I mean, she was so combative that it took two cops to bring her down to the ground. And so you're dealing with somebody who's a uh, high strung, should we say, J.D.? Yeah, high strung. <laughs> Do you she, would um, you date somebody that's so high strung? She's hmm. she's I'll, not bad looking. She, would you date Hope Solo? Yeah. You would. Hmm. You go to the crazy I would probably as much as much as I like uh, the ladies. I would probably yeah. date Han Solo before I dated Hope Solo. <laughs> wow. He's safer. Okay, let's just be realistic. He's safer. Okay. Well, what happened was is they, the coach, the former coach of the ladies, uh, Pia Sundage, had gone ahead and played a strategy to put the pressure on Hope Solo, figuring that she was going to go ahead and uh, crumble, and she did. Um, she fell yeah. apart in the penalty kicks. Uh, they played to a 1-1 draw, and then uh, USA lost 4-3 in penalty kicks. And, uh, and then it was a good she reverted to call of the, Yeah, she reverted to calling the opposing team cowards for this somehow. They were a bunch of cowards because, well, they used uh, – they used what they did is they set it up as a very defensive style, not a lot of passing – a lot of deep bombs trying to hit. You know, that, that was work. their thing. And I guess we have Joey Cage um, 
chiming in. And he said you date Han Solo. <laughs> that was good. That, Joey Cage. There you go. A little humor from Joey Cage tonight, folks. He is, uh, matter of fact, Joey Cage is uh, listening. He's on the road and listening. Uh, somebody, uh, you know, one of the things, for those of you who don't know Joey Cage's background, yes, he's uh, becoming a wrestler here, but used to be MMA. Actually, uh, up in Jersey, a couple of fights, he uh, was undefeated. And uh, somebody, I guess, challenged him. He's going to beat somebody's ass. And he just chimed in. So, um yeah, Han Solo. You're dating Han Solo. That's a good one. Joey, nice. I'm sure you'll pay for that the next time you're on with JT, but that was a good one tonight. Hey, Han Safer. I'm just saying. The man Safer, she's a, she's a bomb, man. She's a ticking she time is. bomb this one. Too. Wow. Yeah, no, she's a little, like I said, she uh, she called them cowards more than once in, in her uh, response. But I just, I me personally, I thought it was funny. Uh, we're going to go back. We're, we're going to continue on with the Olympics uh, when we come back. But first, I, I've got to pay a couple bills. Hi, folks. Quick. It's Barbara here for Deep Obsession Charters. Whether you live in the beautiful West Palm Beach area or you're planning on visiting the Sunshine State and you love to dive, you have to contact South Florida's premier dive operators, Deep Obsession Dive Charters, out of the West Palm Beach area. They are a full-service dive operation. They've got everything from equipment sales and rentals, and they're also a PADI-certified dive center, and they offer certifications from beginning all the way to pro. Deep Obsession offers wreck dives, reef dives, night dives, and dives to the beautiful Blue Heron Bridge, which was voted one of the world's best macro dive sites. But their best adventure, I believe, is their baited shark dives. Here you will be educated on the importance of conservation of these beautiful endangered creatures while being up close and personal with them. It's truly an unforgettable experience, I tell you. For the best customer service in the industry, with fun and safety as a priority, you can book your next dive adventure at deepobsessioncharters.com or you can call them at 561-707-2045. You can also find uh, Deep Obsession Charters on Facebook and Twitter, or you can check out their videos on YouTube. Remember, for the best dive experience in South Florida, it's Deep Obsession Dive Charters. Dive, dive, dive. Deep Obsession Charters. Bloop, 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 bloop. Help, I'm drowning. No, I'm only kidding, folks. Only kidding. Deep Obsession Charters. I go with them. Have a great time. I'll tell you, they've got some great locations for you to dive at. Plus, as Barbara had mentioned in that, is that, absolutely great shark dives you get to learn a a lot more about sharks than what people are taught you know shark week is a sensationalist uh dream that's all it is uh the real story is down at deep obsession charters they'll tell you exactly the real story about sharks folks i'm getting ready to bring jt back in and we're going to go ahead and keep going on the uh, olympics in rio where JT, absolutely one of the more incredible stories. You know, you keep, uh, that's what I love about all this with the Olympics is the the stories. And now the latest is this kid that just got done beating Michael Phelps, Joseph Schooling Mm -hmm. uh, from Singapore. He won in the 100-meter butterfly, and he met Michael Phelps, when he was eight eight years ago 
when he was 13 years old. Michael Phelps was over in Singapore, and he was training at a pool, and a bunch of kids had come through uh, uh, on a tour and was able to meet Michael Phelps. There's a picture of him with the kid, and now eight years later, he's met his hero. Now he's got to swim against his hero, and he beats him for the gold medal in the 100-meter butterfly. Like, well done. That is, I mean, yeah. Yeah. that's some story. I mean, 13 years old. all about. Oh, I tell you. And then you got this other kid here, Ledecky, the girl mm-hmm. swimmer. Oh, my God. Right. 19 years old, four golds and a silver. Four golds and a silver. And, and I mean, people, the couple of the gold medals, I mean, there are people nowhere near her. Nowhere near her. That is the best part. And, and well, the and over. Go ahead. I was gonna say you don't don't leave out Michelle Carter. She wins the first U.S. gold in, in shot put history. Uh, you know, and breaks her own record in the process. You know, so you know we're seeing some firsts out there. And then the U.S. medal count. You know, we're up fifty four to forty one on second place. So it's been a good Olympics for the United States. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and you know that's. I'm glad. We should be. (laughs) We have a lot of people. (laughs) We should be dominating a lot of these smaller countries, let's be honest. Uh, But the thing is this, is that when when I was talking about uh, Wadecki, the whole idea with Mm -hmm. her is her her best swim is the 1500 meter. And it's not an Olympic event for women. So she's not even getting to do her best which is a long, long distance. 1,500 meters is nice. You know, and one of the other stories, just real quick, is I want to wrap up on Rio, uh, unless you had anything else, JT, that you had seen that you wanted to uh, bring out, was Simone Manuel winning Olympic gold. Now, she becomes the first African-American woman to win a swimming medal in the Olympics. She's 20 years old from Sugarland, Texas. And absolutely fantastic job by her. You know, um, I don't care whether you're white, black, uh, polka dot. If it's the first of your people, first black, first Asian, first, I don't care. When you're the first to accomplish something, that is just, that has to be the most amazing feeling. And when you do it on the world stage like this. Absolutely incredible. Great job to her. Uh, JT, and uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Was there anything about the Olympics that we haven't talked about that you wanted to get into? Just just one quick thought. You know, we we touched on the Olympics last week, and we were a little tongue-in-cheek about it. But, you know, what we were saying was also true in a lot of uh, of aspects. The one thing I've noticed as the week is gone, it's becoming less and less about – the conditions and people complaining about this and that. It seems like it's becoming about the games finally. People have just decided let's let's take it for what it is. Let's enjoy it and embrace the competition. And that's that's what I've seen the last week. And it's it's really uh, increased my uh, enjoyment of watching it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they did. I'm glad they did. And it should because there's a lot of human drama being played out. So speaking of human drama. Okay. 
We have the American League playoff predictions and the pennant race getting ready to be played out. You know, the playoff predictions, the American League playoff predictions on FantasyJusticeSports.com, if you go there right now, was recently written by uh, Kate Dello, new writer, new commentator on the Gridiron Guys, uh, great, great guy, great family. And uh, But I do have a... Uh, I do have two particular questions uh, for you, JT. Um, uh, Who did he pick in his article to win the American League? Do you remember? I believe it it was Texas, wasn't it? It was the Texas Rangers, right? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, Now, just do me a favor. I I, I keep forgetting. You're in Ohio. Uh, I'm I'm in Florida. And uh, right. wh- what state is Tate in? Hang on. It'll come to me. Wait a minute. Texas. Texas. Oh, wait. And so are the Texas right? Look at my shock face. Wow. Folks, get closer to your to your computer. Get closer to your phone. Get your iPad. Whatever you're, you're there. And take a look at it and look at my shock face. <laughs> Wow, can you imagine how that just it's magical. It's absolutely magical. Well, you know, he's keeping he's keeping the home crowd keeping the home crowd fans happy. Wow, really? He played to the home crowd? Is that uh, that's terrible. Oh my lord, he's You know, all right, let's take a look at what he had to say. You know, I'm looking at it and the American League West He's saying you know, that the Astros, the Mariners, still a wild card. But, uh, magically, the Rangers seem to be poised to run away with the division. And, uh, you know, okay. But here's I wanna, what I got. I want to interject something in that. I want to interject okay. something into that. You know, Go ahead. Uh, when, you know what is it when you're, you're driving down the road and you look in your rearview mirror and it says, uh, objects in mirror are closer than they may appear? Uh, that's the Seattle Mariners right now. Because the team that nobody's talking about has jumped jumped over the Astros in the second place, and they're only I mean seven and a half games back. That is definitely doable for that team. You know, not to mention Felix Hernandez is the most rested he's ever been at this point in the season. Um, you know, Robinson Cano, some of those other boys that they have up there. So don't count the Mariners out. I. Uh... You know, uh, I'm looking at this article, and, um, yeah, it's uh, – huh. I'm looking at this here and his pick. But the the best is, is that um, Cole Hamels, you Darvish, has not been dominant. And that's that. Okay. No, I'm sorry. This is uh, – this is uh, – it's close. It's close. It's not a bad job. It's no, he did a good way. job on the article. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's a good job on the article. It's uh, a little off on the prediction, but, you know, all right, I guess he played to the home crowd. I would have gone. I'm sorry. I am I am partial to those Indians. I really yeah, am. Yeah, me, me too, but I, I just want to ask him one question because I know he's listening out there, so allow me to ask him this. Hey. What kind of 
self-respecting Yankee fan would willingly and voluntarily put the Boston Red Sox into the playoff picture? That's a stop it, if you ask me. I'm not a Yankee fan. That's a stop it. Well, you know, it's just uh, he's drunk here at the end, apparently. He's got the Rangers winning it all. He's got Boston there. Uh, No, I don't think Boston ends up being that last team. I really don't. You know, I have to say though, we're I on the American League East. American League East. How about uh, how about that little uh, first today? Uh, two guys the Yankees brought up in Austin and uh, Judge going back to back in their first plate appearances. Yeah, it, it's uh, it was refreshing for the Yankees to see some young talent come up and uh, produce right away. You know. Uh, they got rid of, and that's pretty much the feeling is that, you know, we out with the old, in with the new, let's see what the new can do, because if new can't do, they got to go. So might as well play them. Let's go. Let's go. Let's find out what we got. Let's see what Cashman's been doing all this time. You know, we've got a lot of years since the last championship, a lot of years. So that means we've yeah. been building our farm, farm team. No, we better have been because let's see it now. You know, last wow. time I checked, last time I checked, Theo Epstein didn't really need that long to build the cl- to build the Cubs. No, he really didn't. But they did have uh, um, quite a few years between their titles compared to you guys. I'm talking about how long how long has uh, Theo been there? Four years? Five years? Four years? Oh, he's already built building the juggernaut for sure, for sure. Started with the farm. He gave up. He, he Fine, no problem. We won't win at the beginning when I first get there, but we're going to build one hell of a farm system. Duh. You know, something <laughs> that, you know, you know and, and it's crazy because you talk about Theo Epstein, the guy that came from Boston. It wasn't like he came from a small market team. And, and it's not like Chicago Cubs are a small market team, but he played he, his thought processes of one. That's what I like. Right, right. Now, let me ask this you, way, Master. So, what are sure. your what are your predictions then for the AL? Well, I uh, I will, you know, I'm going to go ahead and follow my uh, esteemed colleague in the way he goes about it. I'm going to take the Yankees to win the American League right out completely. After they go ahead and beat Boston in a seven-game series, <laughs> unbelievable. Actually, what happens is A-Rod comes back for one more game, and in that game, they actually let him play third base. How you know, was, out this time? Uh, 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 that was, that was fu- absolutely funny as hell. You know, and, and that's what I was going to allude to earlier, is that 22 years in the business – 22 years in the business, and you're not letting the guy stay for, for to get his 700 there, okay? That's not bad enough. But, uh, hey, Coach, um, it's my my last game. Can, can I play third? Hell no. Get your ass back on the bench. That's just funny. That That's just funny. Uh, I, I had to laugh. It's just like, uh, could you slap him anymore? Me personally, that's the way I looked at it. But anyway, get no. Um, let's see. I would go ahead. I, I like I said, I'm still I'm still there with Cleveland. Okay, 
Um, mm-hmm. But I do see where it is going to be Texas and Cleveland. And um, I just think by virtue of the better back end of the bullpen right now, in my eyes, is uh, Cleveland. So, you know, uh, that's, I don't that's get what Cleveland's at. doing. And we'll have to ask Jim, uh, Jim Rosenhaus, uh, when yeah. he comes on here in the next few weeks. But I don't get why Andrew Miller isn't closing games. Cody Allen's already come out and said, hey, I'll do whatever the team needs. So I don't get why Miller's not not the back of the bullpen. He's uh, Francona's playing matchups. That's all he's doing. He's going to go with whoever has the better matchup, okay, and whoever's more rested. That 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 the first prerequisite is matchup. He's already gone ahead and said he's going to split it up between the two, mm-hmm. based on matchups. And then after that, no. the second the second uh, precursor after that is who who's more rested. Well, in. Uh... One of the uh, big Rangers fans out there that I know, Tate's son Nick Dello, is a big you know, big Rangers guy, and I know they're hoping that uh, Holland and Colby Lewis can help uh, come back off the DL and help that rotation. I just don't think in a, in a series with someone like Cleveland, I don't think their pitching, their starting pitching, is going to be good enough to actually beat Cleveland. Speaking of uh, Nick, let's give a shout out. Folks, we've uh, we got a friend of the, friend of the show uh, serving his country, serving his country in Hawaii though, so it's not all that bad either. So happy for him. Well, God you know, bless him and keep him safe. God bless him. He's doing it. I gotta say though, he he, I, he sounded like he was in a little bit of a quandary earlier tonight when he uh, messaged on Twitter that he was looking for a B dubs so he could get some wings. So you know, I mean, it's you know it's tough living out there in Hawaii. So you know. My thoughts go out to him. No, not much wings, but a whole ton of poi. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> uh, anyway, go ahead. I want to hear your prediction. Who? Wh- what is your two? Who are the two teams that you finish off with, and who wins it? Um, I'm going a little bit different here. I'm going to say Cleveland and Toronto are going to be the two teams that are in the. Uh, ALCS, um, I think Toronto's offense is getting hot again. They've got enough pitching. I mean, who would have realized Haps won 16 games this year? That's got to be the quietest 16-game winner I've ever heard of. Um, the offense well, not is heard spectacular. Of. Or not heard of, exactly. So uh, I still, I'm still going to go with Cleveland meeting Chicago in the World Series, uh, but I think Toronto's the team that they beat in the ALCS to do it. What do you think is the flaw then with uh, Texas? Why don't they get there? Oh, their starting pitching to me is just isn't going to do it. The starting pitching is going to be their problem. Um, I know they've added Luke Troy to help the offense. You know, the Prince Fielder thing was a huge punch in the stomach. I know they were expecting a lot from him this season. Um, Mitch Moreland's just not the same thing. But all in all, I think the the detriment to Texas will be their starting pitching. And Hamels Hamels has not Hamels has not shown. I mean, he's not. To me, he's not ace quality when the postseason comes around. Yeah, no, he's not the same guy. Uh, I've seen him play in the postseason once, where he was the same guy. Once, literally. Um, You know, uh, folks. uh, By the way, 
Did I mention that you could find us on iTunes? Did I mention that? How you doing? Uh, just had to throw that iTunes out there. Uh, you know, I, I've got <laughs> I've got people pointing to their phones, going, and it's like uh, iPhone. I, I'm trying to figure it out, and I'm like, oh, all right, yeah, <laughs> iTunes, iTunes. Yeah, hey, I had to mention hey, iTunes because we are on iTunes. You can find us there. iTunes, Guys, exactly. Up? Now, I have something I want to mention real quick. A friend of mine sent me something, and I just want to pass it along. You know, and, and Joey Cage, if you're out there listening, this one's for you as well. You know, if you combine Michael Phelps' 22 gold medals with the Eagle Super Bowl trophies, you'd have 22 gold medals. <laughs> Joey Cage, are you out there? <laughs> well, it, it took you a little bit, but you fired a nice shot back. I was waiting. I knew that wasn't going to go left alone. <laughs> and, well, you know, uh, that, little, just... that little clear piece of cellophane that they wrap cigarettes with, my buddy was yeah. playing playing with his cigarette, empty cigarette pack the other day, and he was raising that up, and he says, what's this? And I said, I don't know. He goes, the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl trophy case. Nice. Yeah, nice. I thought that was ooh, accurate and good. Ah, well, I can't wait till the next time Joey's on the show, which should be uh, Wednesday for our FXE live show. Yep, our wrestling show, folks, at 9 o'clock at night. You'll be able to hear how this one plays out firsthand. It should be interesting. You know, as we... Uh, as we get ready and we start talking about what's coming up and what's going on and fantasy com and oh geez everything with the radio shows we got fxe live okay this next show coming up we've got the whole pre-pay-per-view show predictions everything like that then the following week we've got the post pay-per-view and then the week after that, we've got a couple of guest wrestlers coming in as FXE Live will be having a live signing, contract signing, the first wrestlers for FXE Florida Extreme Entertainment, my own little production, for Florida Wrestling going to be a hell of a show folks it's taken a little bit to put on but i promise you there's a reason why uh i don't i don't like going small don't don't tease me with the small crap i'm going to tell you right now and uh at the end of the month we're going to have two wrestlers in here the first two going to be in here and uh we're gonna have a lot of fun with that folks as far as the site goes we've got reebok We've got Fanatics, apparel stuff, K-Swiss, all that. Folks, as a matter of fact, various articles throughout right now have Fanatics on there for all your gear, all your team's gear. And uh, if you go on there right now, you can say thank you to the Fantasy Jester. We've just put up a whole new banner and free shipping until tomorrow. For the rest of the day today, we put it up for the weekend, today, tomorrow, free shipping at Fanatics. All the shops, 
and all the major all the major sports have their shops NBA MLB NHL NFL their shops and stores are on the NFL NHL whatever article it is we have 888.com folks sports betting at its best I mean I absolutely love this site now you can go ahead and bet on the different teams and different sports and all this stuff but me personally I like their casino I love the casino, and I happen to love Blackjack. Great time in there. Great people. I love the site. Great time. If uh, I, I know, listen, I know you, if you're listening out there, one in six Americans gamble. So don't, don't make like you don't, okay? And, and you go on that site. You'll have a good time. And right now, if you join and you load the account from your PayPal account, you get a $30 back to play with. $30 can't beat that. Folks, we also have just added Halo cigarettes, the e-cigarettes. Good old Halo. On the swag page. Now, the swag page is getting ready to get loaded up. We've had a, we've had a matching up issue and, uh, from a technical standpoint. And I tried to fix it, and I'm going to be honest with you. I should stick to fantasy sports and podcasts. I should definitely never be anywhere near the inner workings of anything to do with the site. And uh, I will leave that to the technical people because they have no clue what I did. But soon enough, we're going to have, and hopefully <laughs> we're shooting for the end of the weekend. Uh, believe it or not, I have somebody working on this tomorrow because it's really getting me upset that it's not up there. Uh, we have first we have a Reggie Jackson signed Sports Illustrated from the 80s signed by Reggie Jackson signed as Mr. October as well. The latest though is from my uh, trip to the Jacksonville Jaguars camp. Miles Jack, the standout rookie out of UCLA, signed one of his gloves. You can see on the article, my Jacksonville article uh, is up on fantasyjusticesports.com right now. You can click on it, and on that picture, you'll see, until we can get it up on the auction, you'll see the glove. He's wearing the glove that he actually eventually signs uh, in the picture with me. He signs it and gives it to me to give to the kids for Make-A-Wish. Folks, Everything from the uh, auctions on Jester's Swag, all the auction items, whether it's the Reggie Jackson, whether it's uh, the Miles Jack uh, glove, we're waiting on the Marlins uh, baseballs to come in, whatever it is, 100% of everything from that auction will be going to make a wish. We are real happy to be aligned with them. What else? Oh, that's right. Gridiron Guys. Now, Gridiron Guys is on every Thursday night, folks, 7 to 8 o'clock, just before your Thursday games. You don't want to miss that. But the NFL special Gridiron Guys, two-hour edition, September 1st, the Thursday before the season starts, special guest. We have a special surprise guest for that you're not going to want to miss. FantasyJusticeSports.com is happy to tell you that next week on the Fantasy Justice Show, Jim Rosenhaus will be joining us. Real happy about that. He is the Cleveland Indians radio announcer. He's been on before. He told us some great stories. 
none better. I mean, really, we've had people come on here telling us some great stories, some funny stories. I mean, we had Jeff Cross come on talking about how one of the players were taped naked to a goalpost. I mean, yeah, you don't get funnier than that until what happens is Terry Francona gets into a water balloon fight with his boss, with the GM. I mean, that is, that's just, that, that's just great. That's good stuff right there. And that, you know, that and along with insider information, that's what we can expect from Jim Rosenhaus, Cleveland Radio's announcer when he joins us on the Fantasy Justice Show. We mentioned it. We threw it in there before. Just as a little joke, everybody pointing at their iPhones, making sure I was going to say it. Ha! I had it in this part of the copy. I was already going to say it. See, I'm already on it. Leave me alone. Let me do my show. Drink. Uh, they've started the tradition. No, uh, Whether Joey Cage is here or not, uh, Coronas are going around. That seems to be the regular thing. Um, but, yes, iTunes, folks. Did I mention you can find us on iTunes? How you doing? Well, I'm going to bring him back in, I guess. Do I have to? I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. My mommy told me I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. No, I want to, I want to bring him back in, definitely. Because, you know, JT, one of the things that I'm really – I'm still hearing, and I guess you're going to hear it because of Brady's four-game suspension, okay, is that deflate-gate crap. And as much as I would love to hate all over New England and Brady and this, I'm tired. Really? I mean, now he's suspended four games, and the – They've spent $22.5 million on Deflategate. That's now, a lot. It's, it's not just me, folks. It's not just me. And you know what? i got to be honest with you. I, I, I every, I, as I've gotten older, I've learned to put myself in other people's positions. And if I was a New England fan, I'd be pretty pissed. I got to be honest with you about it. I mean, Peter King, you know, longtime uh, writer, Peter King That's said right. it best. Yeah. yeah, said it best about the Flake Gate. He says nobody won from it. The good, what Goodell did, okay, was he, he killed an ant with a sledgehammer. That's pretty much what he did. I mean, the the amount of what's gone into this. For what actually was done is just, I mean, unbelievable. And you'll hear about that, and you'll constantly hear about that, and Goodell's made sure it's been in the news now for quite some time. But here, JT, St. Louis personnel, Christopher Correa gets 46 months He's hacked. What he did is he hacked the scouting record and the player personnel database and the email system for the, to the Houston Astros. <laughs> well, isn't I mean does that does that qualify as, as corporate corporate espionage? I mean that's that's what it sounds it like. Sh- it sure is. He thought a former employee 
what happened was he thought a former employee went ahead and, uh, you know, when he left the Astros, he uh, when he left St. Louis, he went over to the Astros, and uh, he thought he took info with him. So to combat that, this is what he was going to do. Mm, yeah, I'm I'm sure that that he would not have done that otherwise. You know, you're doing something like that on that level in, in, in this kind of you know in this kind of sport, which we're talking you know the highest level of Major League Baseball. You you would do it whether you were worried somebody else was doing it or not. I mean, that's not a tit for tat, you know. But you know, here's the thing. In that now, you got to figure. Oh wow, you know this guy. He's getting years. I can only imagine what the fine is. You know, if the NFL is spending twenty-two and a half million on Deflate Gate, what is this guy's restitution going to be to the other ball club? I mean, this guy's getting forty-six months, and he got a sweet deal. They could have lined him up for five years, uh, four times over. I mean, he could have been away for a long time, and he got 46 months. And, you know, so the NFL went ahead and spent $22.5 million on Deflategate. You know what this guy's paying in restitution? You can only imagine. Well, it turns out that the restitution for something like this, where you are stealing a scouting record, the personnel database, the email system, Okay, now the activity took place from 2013 to 2014, which he repeatedly viewed confidential information found on the Astros online scouting database. For example, he studied the team's weekly digest page, which identified draft prospects and how Houston scouts are evaluating those players. He also observed how the Houston Astros analytics staff ranked hitters and pitchers. In addition, he unlawfully accessed the Astros email system in order to enter a ground control. In his plea agreement, in his plea agreement, Correa acknowledged that he employed sophisticated means to mask his identity and location. Okay. <laughs> So now, okay, this is, I mean, you're getting the point. This is pretty big, you know, stuff going on here. And the NFL spent $22.5 million on Deflategate. This guy's restitution must be just phenomenal. I mean, how is he ever going to pay? Oh, wait. His restitution is 279000 That's it? That's it. Huh. Well, that's crazy. <laughs> and yet the yet well, you, the NFL will spend twenty two and a half million on whether or not a ball had a pound less pressure. Here's a thought for you. So if that other team, the team that did the deflating, had been a team not named the New England Patriots, would we still be talking about this today? Hell no. Exactly what it is. It's the fact that it was the New England Patriots, the Patriots have gotten away with other minor infractions, I'll just say to be nice, in the past, and Goodell wanted to stick it to them. You know, it's because they're fringers. They play, you know, it's like Jimmy Johnson in auto racing does the same thing. He'll get, he'll get, 
stopped going through inspection because he's a tick off there and slightly off there. You got a pound of pressure here in deflate gate. Okay, spy gate was over about 50 feet roughly uh, of difference of where to be able to stand with a camera. And if you think about 50 feet in the grand scheme of things, just how ridiculous that is. You know, part of it also, though, is how much, you know, I keep, what I don't understand is one minute you see like Kraft and Goodell buddy, buddy, but the next minute all you see is Goodell up their ass. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I don't, I don't understand. Just, I don't get it. it. Just, it's a lot of hate you thing. Know why, you know why you're not hearing much about the uh, Christopher Correa news? Because MLB doesn't want to put a black eye on their sport, and they've basically dealt with it, swept it under the rug, and they're not talking about it anymore. Goodell flaps his gums about this stuff any chance he gets. Well... Goodell is like the uh, referee or the umpire or whoever who just makes a lot of calls because he he wants the game to be about him. Right. You know, I I grew up, my first commissioner, uh, I guess this will date me, was Pete Rozelle. And uh, mm-hmm. Pete, Pete did everything he could to stay out of it. He, he worried about making oh. sure the league was growing. I've heard Paul this Taggart guy's name. Fantastic yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. This guy just, I, I think he likes his name. He wants to hear it more and more. It's just absolutely incredible. You know, folks, uh, as we get off of uh, the deflate gate and the cheating and Christopher Correa, I mean, that's just, that's a remarkable story. And before we continue on, I do have to pay some bills, and we'll be right back. Hi, folks. It's Barbara here for Deep as... Huh. no. No, folks, we did that one. JT? I think we did that one. We did that one. Guys, it's bread time. It's Ethan time, guys. Go ahead, load that one in. Thank you. Hi, folks. Fantasy Jester here to talk about breadfromyourbed.com, and I am with Ethan, the son of the owner, Joey, from breadfromyourbed.com. Say hello, Ethan. Hello. And how old are you? Four. Okay, Ethan, thanks. Uh, We'll get back to you in one minute. And here's a little bit about BreadFromYourBed.com. They're both a business services website and a personal finance blog. They discuss ways for people to make extra money from home, and they offer a wide variety of services for your businesses. If you need more traffic for your website, if you need social media management or marketing, if you need a website built, or if you just want to make some extra money online, these are the guys to do it. They have worked and provided results for clients ranging from small to big, and will show you some of those results, including the statistics and the numbers. I highly encourage you to check them out if you're looking for help for your business to grow or you're looking to learn how to make some extra money from home. Ethan, where should people go if they're looking for a website? Bedfromthebed.com And where should people go if they're looking for social media management? Bedfromthebed.com and where should people go if they're looking to make some extra money? Bedfromthebed.com And where should people go to get help starting a business? Bedfromthebed.com All right. And if uh, they want to work from home, where should people go? Um, Bedfromthebed.com 
All right, Ethan. One more time, let me ask you. If they want to spend more time with their kids, where should parents go? Um, BreadFromYourBed.com. That's right, folks. BreadFromYourBed.com. They are great. They are absolutely fantastic. And as a matter of fact, if you go on their website right now, they've got a little thing where you click on and they give you $20. It takes you about five, ten minutes, gives you $20. I don't know personally of any other site that if you click on, they'll give you $20. Other than actually 888.com will give you 30 if you sign up using PayPal. So there, uh, Uncle Jester, just you've sat here and made $50. If you listen to me, and we have, I have even talked about fantasy sports and helped you in your fantasy game. And I already made you 50 bucks tonight, folks. Go have a good time. Go have a drink. How you doing? Anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead. We're going to bring JT back in. JT, uh, how are you? Oh, are you there? I'm here. I'm ready to go. Where are you going? <laughs> uh, I'm going, uh, hopefully to, uh, some WWE talk here shortly. WWE? What would you like to talk about? Anything in particular? Oh, we got we got SummerSlam coming. I mean, what are we looking at? Uh, I'm looking at... Uh, yeah, well, no, you know, here's what I'm looking at. I got to be honest with you. When I, when I look at the wrestling, okay, there's a couple of things that, to be honest with you, I went ahead and been talking to Joey Cage about couple of things that are going on and the injury, you know, I don't know if you saw the promo the other night where Reigns was uh, getting the helicopter ride from Anaheim to LAX. And uh, what happened was, is there was a promo folks out there the other night, WWE star Roman Reigns was headed out to um, the Melbourne show. And what happened was, is he was in Anaheim, and they were going to they, they put him in a helicopter, and they did a promo uh, as he was getting into the helicopter and everything on the way to the helicopter, and about to get in, and uh, it was fantastic. It was, it was actually a good promo. It actually showed, you know, I, I like the idea that they're they're bringing more of the real him out and letting him just talk like a normal person. Um, it's mm-hmm. more interesting, I'll tell you that much. Um, Definitely, but this. Yeah, and he's taking a helicopter to LAX, and he's like, I can't believe it's a 30-minute ride, but they're not sure if there's going to be traffic, so they, uh, I'm taking this helicopter, and he's just blown away by the idea that he's taking a helicopter, and then going to head to Melbourne. Now, he goes to Melbourne, Australia, folks, not Florida. He goes to Melbourne, and uh, he's in a match. It's him. It is Seth Rollins and Chris Jericho, but what they did is they teamed up uh, Reigns and Finn Balor together to go against uh, Rollins and Jericho. And what I'm trying to find out is how did Reigns get hurt? Roman Reigns uh, got busted in the eye uh, just off to the corner of the left eye. From the corner of the left eye to his sideburn is a uh, gash required a couple of stitches. Now it's going to be interesting. I'm going to look into this because this just is, uh, this was just, I found out yesterday and I tried to look into it today, but we had the production meetings for this show and uh, coming articles and I didn't have a chance to look into it, 
But I wouldn't be shocked to find out if it was Seth Rollins. We've heard what he's like in the ring. Uh, would you be shocked, J, uh, JT, on this? No, I mean, we've seen what he's, he's done to other guys. Bret Hart, John Cena, you know, to name a couple. Um, we, we've seen what he's done before. So, you know, he's uh puts a lot of himself into what he does. So, and there's a lot of guys, you know, you've heard Bret Hart still to this day, um, you know, throwing out statements that, you know, this guy tries to injure people and, you know, people shouldn't want to work with him. So, you know, it would not surprise me in any way, shape, or form. Bret Hart hates that, man. But what was interesting, is, and it's very funny, that because that was exactly what came to mind, because the article, all I saw is the cover shot, and it says Roman Reigns receives stitches after Melbourne, and it shows a photo of him, and it shows the, the, the stitches and whatnot. And I looked at that, and I went, huh, I wonder if he was wrestling Rollins last night. And sure enough, I opened up the article, and pump, he's wrestling Rollins. You know, as I'm reading that article, though, I saw an interesting matchup. You you brought this up, folks. If you're paying attention to us on Twitter, I'm fantasy underscore jester. JT is uh, Fez, F-E-Z, 437. JT, I guess down in New... Uh, what happened down there is, I don't know. Uh, in Melbourne, they decided to put Braun Strowman versus Jay Uso. Ooh. Okay. Wow, that's um. I mean, I know the Wyatts and the Usos have uh, squared off as tag in tag matches before. I don't really see the uh, the logic in doing that as a singles match, but okay. And, you had Apollo Cruz. Uh, <laughs> give me a guess. Yeah, I imagine Strowman won that one relatively quickly. Yeah, Strowman won that one. Uh, Apollo Cruz. Versus Sheamus. Apollo Crews won that one. Yeah. Rusev versus Titus O'Neil. Rusev won. I think we've seen that one once or twice. We've seen a cut watch. Wait, wait. I'm not done. Uh, The New Day versus Gallows and Anderson. New Day won. Continue that feud. Okay. Yeah. Roman Reigns and Finn Balor defeats Chris Jericho and Seth Rollins. Sasha Banks defeats Charlotte. Sami Zayn defeats Kevin Owens. Wait, 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 wait. A, they let Sami Zayn actually have a match, and B, it was against Kevin Owens? Shock. It really is. first part of that is, the second part isn't. Have they ever wrestled before? I think once or twice. <laughs> I thought they were done. I thought that was supposed to be the end of it. Like, we're not wrestling each other anymore. Uh, just like two weeks ago, wasn't it? That was the yeah, whole I believe big so. Thing. The whole big thing. But I, I think that the way that Triple H and Vince look at things is there's two different universes. There's the TV universe, and then there's house show universe. I don't know. I don't know. All right. And then we have AJ Styles and John Cena battled it out, and Cena won that one. It's not not a bad card, but, I mean, you know, it doesn't seem too different than everything we've seen in the past. You know, something I want to throw out there for WWE News, the Big Show announcing he will retire after WrestleMania 33, um, which leads me to believe, are they going to give him any kind of one last run 
are they basically going to do to him what they've done to Kane? They will. Uh, they will uh, do the same thing as Kane. I mean, come on, that's Captain Insano for all you Waterboy fans out there. It's Big Show. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you something. Um, one of the big stars that I do want to, I, I didn't want to forget this, and it's been bugging me. What do you think about everybody's all of a sudden comments calling Brock Lesnar lazy? You know, I don't get it. I I kind of wonder if there's it's like this whole Conor McGregor thing. I'm starting to think it's a work. <laughs> I, I, I starting, I'm starting to think it's a work. The so, Conor McGregor uh, thing definitely is. You know, and I mean, let's be honest. Whether Lesnar did what they said he did or he didn't, do you really want to poke that bear? I mean, Dean Ambrose, you're a good guy. I enjoy watching you. But let's be realistic. You go to a street fight with Brock Lesnar, man. That's uh, there'll only be two guys left if they want to reunite the Shield. <laughs> Talk about lunatic fringe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he's believing his own press a little on that. If that's not a work, but you know, like I said, with the whole McGregor thing, and now he's now he's trashing John Cena personally. Uh, you know, and then like you said, everybody's starting to call Lesnar lazy. Yeah, good good luck on that. Lesnar's lazy. I just, I, I okay. <laughs> hey, I, that's hey, a pretty big guy this. to be called lazy. Lazy. Right. Well, let's just look at the guy. Whether whether you take whatever you know PEDs or not, being lazy isn't going to make your body look like that. I'm sure the guy puts in his time. I'm sure the guy does his work. Uh, he puts on good matches. He's got Paul Heyman with him, so you know. I just, I'm sure Heyman will have something to say about that. Oh, in probably two days. You know, um, one of the things because this is both, uh, you know, this applies to WWE, New Japan because they're thinking of signing them, and so is FXE. FXE has reached out so that you know, folks. Um, Ryback is a free agent. Now, I can safely speak for FXE since I am FXE, uh, and uh, I have it on good authority that they've reached out to him. <laughs> and uh, he's... he's inside he asked info. The, yeah, inside info. And uh, he asked for dates, okay? And now, here's the thing. Let me ask you something. If you have the opportunity to get Ryback for five grand, he wants he wants between forty five hundred and five grand for an appearance. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kevin Nash, and he's willing, you know he's willing to take a bump or two or three, and certainly give several out Ryback. So for forty five hundred five grand, you can have a Ryback uh, do your wrestling show or. For the same money, you can have Kevin Nash, but Kevin Nash doesn't do a damn thing in the ring. That's just an appearance to walk in, say hi, how are you, and walk back out. That's that's what FXE creative uh, faces every day as we talk to these wrestlers about 
what they'll do and what they won't do and how much and the decisions that we are left to make here. I could have Kevin Nash at my next show or at the one show in particular that we're putting together. Um, the first couple of shows are going to be uh, a little different and we'll get into that towards the end of the month at the signing. But uh, Kevin Nash, JT or Ryback, Kevin Nash, no bumps, no wrestling, or can I get a Ryback same price? Okay. And he's going to throw somebody around and let himself be thrown around. And you're actually asking me for my opinion. Have you not heard the phrase, be careful with playing with fire, Scarecrow? Um, you're asking me, Ryback? There's always Rybacksel. Uh, sorry. I'd much rather have the, uh, the the wrestling credit and the career accomplishments of Kevin Nash before I would Ryback or Skip Sheffield or whoever he is this week. Skip Sheffield, huh? Mm-hmm. When he okay. was on NXT, the original yeah. NXT series with Daniel Bryan, it was Skip Sheffield, if you remember. So Folks. Uh, it's nothing against the guy, but I'd rather have Kevin Nash's career accomplishments in my ring than I would Ryback Soul. All right. And here was the thing that I was worried about, okay? I would have gone with Ryback, okay? Because when he sent back the number of how much, okay, um, I really wasn't that phased. I kind of figured it would be, I, I had bet on four grand, but I was a little off. I was off by a grand. Um, but what I've learned as I've looked into him is that he's a dangerous worker. He's another one where the guys uh, end up getting ding dented and banged. And I can't have that. I can't have my talent worrying about whether or not the the guy across from him really doesn't give a shit if they get hurt or not. I can't have that, and I and I won't. You know, uh, as you know, JT firsthand, and I'm sure you're waiting to see with FXE because you'll be here for that first show, folks. Right. JT will be in Florida for that first show. Matter of fact, ah, oh, what the hell? I'll break it here right now. This wasn't planned, but folks, FXE, Florida Extreme Entertainment has gone ahead and secured JT as our Michael Cole and our commentator for our wrestling matches. That's what I like to hear. JT going to be doing the call. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm hoping to be a little more of Taz than I am, or maybe even JBL than Michael Cole, because I really don't have that many coal miners out there. But let's be honest. It's going to be an honor either way, and I'm looking forward to doing it. Well, and we're absolutely, absolutely so happy to have you. Uh, You're going to do a fantastic job with it. As we put on a spectacle, folks, this is a show. This is going to be entertainment. There's going to be a wrestling match. There's going to be several very good wrestling matches. But there's also a show and a lot of entertainment going into this So. Uh, can't wait to bring that to you all. And JT will be doing the commentary of it. This is going to be fantastic. Look forward to that show. 31st, folks. Pay attention. August 31st to FXE Live, 9 p.m. First contracts signed. The first wrestlers mm-hmm. will be in-house. We are excited. We have a couple of promos uh, from the wrestlers over these uh, over these next two weeks that will be coming out 
If you pay attention on Facebook at the Fantasy Jester page and on Twitter, Fantasy underscore Jester, you will have a little insider information as to who I'm going to be announcing. And finally, folks, the last segment of our show. Fact or fantasy? Hey, uh, JT, before we get into fact or fantasy, uh, did I mention we're on iTunes? I believe I believe you did. Uh, it may have rolled off your tongue once or ten times. We are on iTunes. How you doing? Okay, that's the last time I mentioned iTunes. Maybe. <laughs> I Maybe. will mention. Yeah, I will mention that we are still. Before we get into fact or fantasy, uh, I uh, almost forgot one quick thing, <laughs> a small thing, is uh, the whole Eddie Guerrero and Sasha Banks thing. Uh, Folks, you're going to want to pay attention. We're still working on that. FXE Live this week, Wednesday, 9 p.m. Is Eddie Guerrero Sasha Banks' father? There's going to be an article. We're putting it up tomorrow. I had mentioned it on uh, Wednesday that the article will be up by the weekend. It'll be up tomorrow. The pictures will be there for you to examine yourself. The story will be there. Draw your own conclusions from it. I know everybody I have talked to has already uh, made their own conclusion from it. You don't want to miss that on the next FXE edition. There goes that piece of paper off to the side. Next up, we are back to Factor Fantasy. JT, you want baseball first or football first? Because I've got both tonight. Uh, let's go baseball off the rip. Baseball. Our beloved Indians. They are 65 games. They've won 65 games with 49 left. The Texas Rangers have 69 wins with 45 left. The Nationals have 67 wins, 47 left. The Cubs have 73 wins, 47 left. Factor fantasy, only one of those teams make it to 100 wins. Wow, that's a good one. I'm going to off the cusp on this when you're getting me on the hip. We didn't discuss this one in the uh, production meeting. So off that's the what I wanted head, tonight. I Cubs, yeah, yeah. Cubs are a shoe in. I, I think for a hundred, unless they get a catastrophic injury, uh, they're a shoe in for that. And I think one team in the American league, I said it a few weeks ago on a factor fantasy that Cleveland would reach 100 wins. And I'm going to stick to that. So I'm going to say two teams reach that century mark and wins. They would have to go, the Indians would have to go 35 and 14. That's funny thing what they're normal. Yeah, yeah, no, funny it's not, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. You know, like you said, great back end of the bullpen, uh, you know, with Allen and former Yankee Andrew Miller, uh, in the back of that bullpen to lock down games. Their front of their, you know, front of their staff is good. Three, four deep if Trevor Bauer can put it together. He has some games where he teases you with some of that filthy stuff 
that he had in Arizona and that he brought with him over to Cleveland. And then there's other games and you're like, you know, this guy's a major league pitcher. Uh, but I just, I believe that Francona and the Indians are on, they're going to do it. They're going to roll into 100 wins. And I say it's going to hit 100 on the nose. I get them two games short. 98. 98. I'm sorry, I just don't think the Rangers have the pitching to win 100 games as it gets uh, the dog days of August and early September roll forward. Well, they're at 69 now. They need 31, so they need to go 31 and 14. Not that bad. No, but you're also got to look at some of the teams that they're going against the rest of the way. At the moment, oh, yeah, their yeah. strength of schedule is relatively uh, strong. So, whereas I know Cleveland is starting to play some of the bottom teams, the Minnesotas, and I never thought I'd say this as a bottom team, but the A's and the Angels, you know, I got to be real yeah. about it. So, you know. Yeah. I got you. No, I got you. All right. Um,. Let's go over to football and let's talk quarterbacks. I like quarterback. One of, the, one of the best, yeah, one of the best conversations I always have with you is uh, is our quarterback conversations because we we tend to see things uh, eye to eye on most cases. Every once in a while, we we don't, but more times than not, like when we make trades or whatnot, we're the only people that understand how each other think. It, it seems exactly. Like. Um, a couple times I've wondered, but other than that, for the most part, we're usually on the same page. So when I ask you this, factor fantasy, Andrew Luck throws for 4,500 yards, 38 touchdowns this year. Oh, that's a quick fantasy. Uh, if you've already watched or kept up on Andrew Luck so far in camp, uh, very up and down camp. It's almost like he's trying to win the Super Bowl on every single throw. Uh, And I still want to see how that extremely young offensive line uh, protects him. You know, they don't have the benefit of a strong running game. I think you're going to see a lot of teams sink back into coverage and play coverage on him. And he does turn the ball over quite a bit. So I'm going to say that's a fantasy. His last season, his last full season – he put up 4,761 yards and 40 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think he gets the 38 touchdowns? I have him more in the just under 34, 35 scores. I think between fumbles and interceptions, he turns the ball over close to 25 times. But you're also looking at a guy, I believe his last full season, as you mentioned, he was the second most sacked quarterback in the NFL uh, and then they had at least a semblance of a running game that season. So I'm just I, I like Andrew uh, Luck. I think he's a phenomenal talent. I just don't think the team around him is is conducive to him putting up those kind of numbers this year. The only reason, okay, yeah, I, I the only reason why I believe that it's possible is because they'll be behind in games. <laughs> Well, they will definitely be behind, but let me ask you this. If you've got defenses, and we've already talked about the Jags improving defense, Tennessee improved their defense, Houston's improved their defense, those are six division foes that are going to be saying, you've got Father Time as a running back in Frank Gore. We're not worried about him. 
Uh, your receiving core, albeit talented, in Moncrief, Hilton, and Dorsett, they're still super young. Uh, and these guys can all three be jammed at the line of scrimmage, which a lot of those teams in that division like to play press coverage anyway, the Jalen Ramseys of the world. So I just don't think – I think he's going to turn the ball over more than more than he has at, at any point. I think you're going to see the turnovers increase. You know, while I, I, I agree with you there, I want to go ahead and move on for one thing, and that is Buffalo. Uh, and before I ask uh, about Tyrod Taylor, uh, is Buffalo starting to look like this year's uh, snake bit team with injuries? You know, usually oh. you see it starting early in the preseason, and it just keeps going all season long. Is Buffalo just, starting to oh. look like that team this year that just completely they gets really screwed? are. Well, you look at their, their, you know, prize rookie back from last year, big Carlos Williams getting dinged for four games on a PED suspension, first and foremost. So he's yep. out the door. Then everybody was raving about Shaq Lawson, you know, some of these uh, picks that they made, Reggie Raglan, and both of these yeah. guys have now been injured. I mean, it's like those were two of the core defensive players that Rex was going to rebuild. And let's be honest, if he's depending on Rob Ryan's mental faculties to save them, uh, you might as well just turn in your whistle now and head on to the next job. Jesus, that's like praying on my mental faculties. Um, oh, right? That's dangerous. Jeez. No, but, you know, the people in Buffalo were so excited. You know, they went ahead and they got Lawson and Ragland. And, all right, we're addressing the defense. And, you know, we lost Mario, but that's okay. And, you know, they were going to move on and looking good now coming out of that draft. And then, bam, bam. And then, yeah, like you said about Carlos and, it's just looking like a team that is going to have problems. So my question is this. Tyrod Taylor last year in 14 games put up 3,035 yards, 20 touchdowns, four rushing touchdowns. Hmm. Factor fantasy, 3,500 yards out of Tyrod Taylor and a jump to 28 touchdowns. To me, that all hinges on the health of Sammy Watkins. You know, you look at look at a guy that's been dinged up quite a bit of his career already and missed several games. If, he, if they can keep him on the field, then that's going to happen. I think he can reach those numbers. Uh, I think they need to utilize that weapon, Charles Clay, that they paid all that money to last year at tight end as well, a guy that works the middle of the field extremely well. Um, but does Buffalo do it? I'm sorry. I do not believe in Rex. Therefore, I don't think Taylor has a chance to hit that. So fantasy. I uh, I would go fantasy as well. I just I, – I don't see him pre pro- progressing. I see him regressing. Um, and, yeah, I just see that team as – it's already a team as a mess, and their coach is a mess. I mean, yes, he's funny, and yes, he's a personality, and ha ha he he. But if I wanted jokes, I'd go get myself a comedian. I wanted a coach, right. uh, somebody I was going to teach and educate. Last one, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers will be throwing to Travis Benjamin, Keenan Allen, Antonio Gates, 
Maybe a little bit of a uh, t- rookie tight end, Hunter Henry, uh, kind of like him. Mm-hmm. Philip Rivers this year, 4,200 yards, 35 touchdowns. Fact or fantasy? Oh, book that. Take that to 888.com and book that now. That's uh, James Jones is a name you left out of that as well, a guy that has a propensity of scoring touchdowns. So um, that's definitely going to be – uh, and Melvin Gordon with a 44-yard touchdown catch tonight from Phillip Rivers. So, out of the backfield. So, I definitely see those numbers as a fact. I think, um, yeah. I, I want to see if I could catch his, you know, put you on a thought pattern there going, hmm, that seems kind of low. Maybe I should rethink. Yeah, no, I didn't get you. Um, I, I think, uh, we, me personally, I think Travis Benjamin is going to thrive unbelievably out there. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if you share the same opinion. What about from you? the U. Oh, yeah, from the U, Travis Benjamin, uh, very underutilized player in Cleveland, chance to blow up this year. Yeah, I think uh, he's going to have an opportunity. He's got a real quarterback throwing to him. It's going to be interesting to see what this kid can do, folks. Well, all right, here, I'll make a quick one up for you since we got a couple of seconds. Travis Benjamin. 80 catches, 1,000 yards. Hmm. I see the 1,000 yards. I I don't see the catches. 10 touchdowns. Just under with eight. Red zone is all about Keenan Allen and Antonio Gates. Uh, The deep ball, I give him six deep balls on the year and a couple couple TVs. I will give him uh, (laughs) – I will give him 10 touchdowns. I will give him 1,150 yards. Folks, that's it. As you hear, we're out of time. This is it. It's the end. The end is near. Thank you so much for joining. I am the Fantasy Jester. This has been the Fantasy Jester Show. Don't forget, join us next week, 8 p.m. I am the Fantasy Jester. Come out. Bye. One shot, one opportunity, sees everything you ever wanted. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.